Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, this is Michael Tedlock. Play Abraham Ford, or I did play Abraham Ford in the Walking Dead until I got my brain smashed in. You're listening to Walkers and Talkers with, uh, alright, who's Brody? Who's Jamie? Michael played Abraham Ford, of course. Yes. So as he said, he got his brains bashed in. Yep. Spoiler, he got his brains bashed in. Why did we play the ID from Michael Cutlets? Well, I'll tell you that in a minute. Welcome to Walkers and Talkers, episode 140. Yeah, we look at spe- us go. We have a special announcement to make at the end of this episode. Don't jump ahead. It's not worth jumping ahead, trust me. <laughs> Just a little something, a little bonus. Bonus for the people. <laughs> I'm David Brody from Melbourne Street in the Morning Show. That's Jamie from Light FM. Hello. We'd like to think of ourselves as the best damn Walking Dead podcast on the planet. Yes, we are. And I believe we're only one of 10,000, so. Yeah. Um, but if you're new to the podcast, not only do we try to bring a humorous take to our theories and recaps, uh, but we also have been fortunate enough to have access to many of the cast members of the show, and we've interviewed many of them, so please zip back in our past and look at all the interviews that we've done uh, and enjoy them because some of those dead characters are coming back. Yeah. Oh, oh. So, in a re- by the way, this is episode 140, we said? 140. 140. Uh, could Michael Cutlets return as Abraham to The Walking Dead? What? What? Now, we've already seen that uh, on Fear the Walking Dead, there was a tape in... Um... Oh, uh, Al. Right. Al, Al's truck. Al's truck that said uh, something to the effect of... Uh, the doc- Abe and the doc. doctor. And the doc- Abe and the doctor, which is clearly yeah. Abraham and Eugene. Yeah. So, would we see him on a video at some point? Or would there be a flashback of her interviewing them? Could be very likely. Plus, he directed an episode of Fear, so there's speculation that he yeah. could. Plus, you know, he was in Houston when he met Eugene, and the show takes place in Texas, so there's the obvious, could they have crossed over? The problem is, in current time, he's dead. Because yes. Fear the Walking Dead caught up to the Walking Dead. Yes. Which means Abraham's dead in that world, too. Yeah. 
So it would have to be a video flashback or something. Oh, right. However, he was on, let's see, Good Morning America Ooh, with Michael Strahan and Sarah, as she was filling in. Oh, Sarah. Well, yeah. Uh, he was asked if he thought his character could come back, and Cutlets responded, I don't know. The show has sort of laid out a history, the way they tell stories, through flashbacks and origins. So there's still characters on the show that were very close to Abraham that he had story with. So they could very easily go back. They're also doing other movies that go back in time, go forward in time. And I believe pair up characters that weren't necessarily paired up in the comics, the graphic novels. When asked if that meant he was returning, Cutlet said, it's a strong, subtle yes. Very, very possible. And he laughed. So now we know there is going to be a spinoff show, a third Walking Dead. There's going to be digital shorts on YouTube or wherever they put their digital shorts. Um, There's going to be movies. So we could see an Abraham, Eugene, Rosita, especially if Eugene and Rosita don't survive the next season or whatever. Yeah. Uh, We'll talk more about that. Uh, So maybe they they do flashback episodes. Okay. Okay. But So Michael Cutlets could be returning as Abraham Ford. Uh, Michelle... Michelle. Michonne <laughs> had a, re, uh, a reunion with Jocelyn this episode, which we'll talk about. Her old friend. That yeah. was a direct nod to the comics. If you read the comics, you know that um, Michonne got back together with her daughter in the comics. She had two daughters in the comics. One of them's name was Elodie. And she went looking for refuge, and she ended up in the Commonwealth. Huh. And in the Commonwealth, she saw a missing sign that was a picture of Michonne and said, I'm looking for my mom. Wow. And so she found her daughter, uh, Elodie, who she's still with in the comics at Commonwealth. I love it. Now, on the TV show, um, she doesn't have a daughter. She had two sons. She had her son, Andre? Yeah, son, Andre. And he's dead. Yeah. So they can't recreate that long-lost daughter thing. So um, they made that Jocelyn as a long-lost friend and... As a further step to prove that it's a nod to the comics, Jocelyn in the sweater she's wearing, the turtleneck sweater, is the same one her daughter wears in the comics. Comic, okay. So there's a little, little Easter egg for Ooh, you. I love it. This week's The Walking Dead will be an extended episode. It'll start at 9 and end at 10.25. Ooh, that's a long one. Yes, that's including commercials. Okay. Speaking of commercials... If you have DirecTV and thought you were the only one, you are not the only one. I got effed by The Walking Dead as well. Uh, I will point out in our recap when it happened, but there were two times during The Walking Dead when DirecTV decided to just go to commercial. What? Sometimes they played more than one commercial, and it took away like a minute or two, <gasps> a minute and a half of the no. show. So I had to then DVR the 11 p.m. Damn, replay yeah. to see what I missed. And they did it again on Talking Dead, where Denise Huth was talking, and they went to commercial. What are they doing over there? So people were screaming and yelling at AMC. By the way, commercials are not the network. It's your carrier that puts those commercials in. AMC sells the show to the networks. AMC doesn't place commercials. Yeah. So you're like, oh, AMC, you're playing commercials. I don't know why people don't know that, but they just little information in case you didn't know that. But direct, so like NBC will put in commercials. If DirecTV is showing you NBC, NBC may have sold the commercials, but DirecTV also has what they call like local commercials. Yeah. It's like when you listen to the radio, there are national commercials and then there's those local, com- like on, on our show, on Elvis Strand in the Morning Show, um, we're a national show. Some of the commercials are national, but you may in Cleveland or you know West Virginia, you may hear a commercial locally 
Mm-hmm. That's for a local auto dealer. Yeah. That's only being played in West Virginia. Yes. That's why when you're watching um, a TV show and you see an ad for uh, your Italian restaurant in your town, you're like, wow, how did they afford to buy yeah. <laughs> the commercial on NBC during This Is Us? Well, uh, they only paid for it to show in your town, yeah. in, your, in your market. Yes. It wouldn't pay for a local Italian restaurant to advertise nationally. No, it wouldn't. So DirecTV has an allocation of commercials that they sell t- to advertisers. And so the NBC sells, let's say, four out of the six, and DirecTV sells two out of the six. And that's how DirecTV makes more money. Yep. Right? And they all do that. All, all your cable companies sell yeah. their own commercials. Well, DirecTV's commercials ran when The Walking Dead was on. That's a big whoops. Right. In a fantastic episode. It was. So at one point, Jocelyn is saying, I need help. And then the next minute, they're in a building looking for the kids. I'll tell you, and the other, the other time, it was like they were out, Michonne and Daryl were sitting outside on the swings. They go to commercial and come back, and they're in the building already. What the hell? They're in the school. No, I don't like this. Uh, I'll give you a little tidbit about the school when I do the recap of the episode. Another Easter egg. Uh, the Walking Dead fans are finally convinced Michonne and Rick's son, RJ, is real. Yes. If we don't believe he's real now. So, Daryl made a reference to RJ, which we'll talk about. Um, Michonne told Judith to take care of RJ while other kids were there. Mm -hmm. And he was playing with them. He was on a bike. So, we feel like... He's real. Right. Um, All right. We'll go over the predictions. Uh, There's also a lot of teasers for this episode coming up. Uh, I think I sent you some of them. There's a lot of photographs that have been revealed. um, And... uh, the, we'll talk about the scenes, but there's 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 death early on in the Blue episode. Maybe. It looks like the first couple of minutes. No major characters, but we'll talk about that when we get to the recap of scenes from next week. Okay. So the episode's called Scars. What'd you think? Um, Very intense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did call it that they were branded. Yes, you did. You I did say totally they were branded right. because no one would X them exactly the same and perfectly yeah. X'd. And, you know, I think they brand, the kids branded them in that exact spot. Because they could have branded him anywhere. To make us think it had something to do with Rick, because that's where Rick uh, fell on the uh, rebar. And I feel like people are like, oh, maybe they gave a kidney. Everyone had theories. But those no. kids could have branded them anywhere. Yeah, and they chose that spot. Right. So I think that was just to get us thinking what else is going on with the scars. But it's understandable now why Michonne didn't want to let strangers in to Alexandria. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with her at this point. <laughs> All right, so flashback. Uh, Michonne is at the site where Jadis found Rick by the river. Yep. At this point, it's at around eight months after uh, Rick died, or did they think he died? Yeah. Somehow, she finds his gun laying in the mud. It wasn't totally obvious, but she found it. Part of it was showing. Yeah, a little bit of a shiny spot. I mean, yeah. that's crazy. But again, the river's really long, and you don't know exactly where Rick uh, would have ended up. She was right in the spot, though. She's right in the spot. I mean, she's a tracker, but still. Yeah. So at that point, you're like, okay, Rick was here. Either he was completely eaten or he turned into a walker. Walker and walked off. Right. And I, I've seen uh, videos on YouTube, people complaining, nobody heard the helicopter? And how come and where Negan, the hell did it land? How come Negan hasn't mentioned the helicopter? And how come Father Gabriel hasn't mentioned the helicopter? Very true. Oh, Jada's had a helicopter. Maybe oh, she left in a helicopter. <laughs> Why, I mean, Negan Maybe knew. she took Rick with her. Negan knew Jada's had a helicopter. Yeah. He saw it. Nobody talks about the helicopter? That's very weird now that you're saying it. Yeah. I feel like maybe you'd go, huh, wonder if Rick was in the helicopter. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so uh, let's say she was five to six months pregnant. Either way, it's a long time to find the gun. She sees a walker in a shirt that looks like Rick's shirt, so she flips it over and the walker is not Rick. No. Which is another one of those, 
Uh, dreadlocks, is it? Is it Heath? Is it Heath or somebody else? Right. Blonde, is it? Is it uh, Madison. Madison? What was the last one we talked about? Uh, and then Jerry and the Highwaymen. Right. Oh, is that Chet? Nope. Nope. Uh, 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 Jerry's still alive, by the way. Jerry's still alive for now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, whatever scenes have been filmed, we don't know. We don't know what's... All right. Daryl comes up to the river and says he followed the river all the way to the ocean, which is a long way to go. Uh, And they they, they did not find Rick. That's very far. So there's no body. No. At least they have not found a body. They've looked. Michonne says Judy misses him. Judith misses Daryl at Alexandria. And he says, I'm not coming back until I find Rick. So at this point in time, they are convinced he's... Findable. I mean, he could have been blown to bits. He could have been. I don't know why that's not a possibility, and I guess they haven't found any bits. Yeah. Uh, present day, Michelle Michonne is cleaning the gun, Rick's gun. She puts it in a box that says Judith. Aaron approaches and looks very concerned. Michonne tells Judith to stay with her brother, and that's when I was like, okay, RJ's real. He's real. He's a real boy. Right. Aaron says Daryl's at the gate, and he's not alone. Daryl tells Michonne that Henry is hurt. Alexandria was the closest spot. I had no other choice. And Michonne says, what about her? Meaning Lydia. And Henry goes, ah, she's with us. And that's why I said last episode. So you vouch for her? I know, right? Who are you? And then finally Michonne says, to, I think it was Aaron. I trust Daryl. Right. So she lets him in. Not, not any right. reason because of Henry. Right. Uh, now we go to a flashback. Scott. You all know who Scott is. Uh, he is the bald black guy who in real life is married to Shaniqua Martin-Green. Sasha. He's been at Alexandria forever. He's one of the few people that's still there from when they walked in and said, who's Deanna? <laughs> um, he comes in and says, I found some people wandering nearby. One of them is hurt. The woman says, oh my God, Michonne. Michonne says, Jocelyn? That's when the credits roll, so they what, know each uh, other. As I pointed out. Uh, Henry's getting stitched up for getting stabbed in the leg. Aaron says, uh, Daryl did a good job of covering his tracks. But the whispers will find them. So, like, we better beware the whispers. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jocelyn is freaking out. Sadiq says, you're too weak. You better sit down. And she's screaming to Michonne, there are others. You, I need your help. I need you to find them. So a bunch of them go with some of the kids. And they go to a building looking for more of her children. Uh, Mitchell, who's the teen. I guess he's the leader of the kids. Yeah. He's the guy in the striped shirt. Mm-hmm. By the way, striped shirts. Striped don't, shirt. don't Don't wear a striped shirt in The Walking Dead. Don't be a redhead either. Um, <laughs> or a blonde. Or a blonde, yeah. Uh, she's, he says, uh, this is one of the places we hid, so maybe they're, they're here. Playing dumb. The door is locked, so uh, one of the kids, Winnie maybe, uh, climbs through the window, opens the door. They find a bunch of survivors there. Now, did you notice one, the first survivor of all those kids was Asian? He looked Asian. Uh, and then we I, didn't see him again. I, I don't remember now. All right. All I know is that PJ looked feral, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, current day, Henry has a ton of stitches, and Lydia says she likes it. The scar will remind her of what he did for her to save her. Uh, side note: I'm a germaphobe. So she was turning, putting her dirty little grubby fingernails yes. on his fresh, well, fresh wound. I'm like, ew, get out of there! In the comic, she licked uh, Carl's eye socket. Ew, yeah. she's a freak. Ew, yeah. Ew, ew. Uh, Michonne wants to speak to Lydia alone, and Henry's like, "Hey, thanks for letting everybody go to the fair, Michonne. That was great of you." Can you lick my eye socket? Eh, maybe not. He didn't have an eye socket. Well, he does, but it's not. He does, but okay. there's an eyeball like, in it. Yeah. Michonne <laughs> says, if I knew all of this going on, I would not have allowed people to go to the fair. So then she says to Lydia, I've done things to protect this place. Some things I'm not proud of. I try to forget, but I had to. Meaning what we saw in the flashbacks. Yeah. Might be easier if the only life I had to risk was my own. Mm-hmm. If I could just walk away and make everyone else safe, that wouldn't be so hard. Think about it. Like, maybe you should go. Maybe you should. Yeah, you know. like. 
Why don't you leave? It's just you. You can yeah. go. I'm trying to remember what TV show or movie somebody says to somebody, maybe the world would be a better place if you weren't around, and they sort of talk themselves into killing themselves. Oh. I forget what, what that was. If you know what it was, you can tweet me. Yeah. All right. Um, Daryl and Judith are talking by the water, and they have like little windmills, like some kind of irrigation system. I love this. Which I guess that they built from the Commonwealth's handbooks. Yeah, it's from like for electricity and stuff. Yeah, they're powering, we're using water power. Yeah. Um, I love that scene. I wanted to sit on that little bridge. It looked oh, very peaceful. Yeah, it did. Uh, Judith says she wants to help and uh, and asks Daryl if he would stay if Michonne let you. And Daryl says, no. She has to keep you and RJ safe. Again, RJ must be real. Yep. <laughs> uh, that's what's important. And Judith says, no, it isn't. Do we no, know what isn't. RJ stands for? Rick Jr. Rick Jr. Oh, okay. But that was a, come on now, kid. I th- Did we talk about that? No, but Rick Jr. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Rashawn Jr. Rashawn Jr. I would imagine it's 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 Rick, Rick James, Jr. bitch. Could be Rick James. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I had to. No, it could be. <laughs> it could, could be. be. We don't know. I'm just asking. Could be Rick Jocelyn. Yeah. I'm assuming it's Rick Jr. Um, <clears throat> she says, "No, that's not what's important. I heard the stories about how everyone fought the saviors and won. You can do that again." And Daryl says, "You haven't heard all the stories." Yeah, honey. And Judah says, "What would my dad do?" Now I get that's inspirational. But you get to say that once. Yeah. Like, if you start saying that every week, oh, yeah, what would my dad do? Yeah. What would my dad do? So, Daryl gives her a look like, all right, man. All right. So, she, she goes, that's, that's what, what I, I thought. thought. Right. Me, 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 me. Uh, Flashback. Everyone's sitting around the fire. All the old kids, the new kids, the whole gang. <clears throat> Everyone's getting along. Did you catch the girl with the glasses? Addie? Addie as a, little, as a younger kid. Yeah. Six years younger. Glasses. Same glasses. Same glasses. So, she's had them a long time. Uh, I guess her prescription hasn't changed. I guess not. All right. And all the other kids are young, so maybe Gage and the other kid. Yeah. Uh, Aaron has no arm. So this was yeah. bef- before he got his uh, metal arm. His robo arm. Yep. Michonne's looking at the camp, everyone getting along. She says, everyone's laughing. I wish he could see this, meaning Rick. Yep. And Aaron says, he can. I'm sure wherever he is, he knows. Meaning, like, that's like when someone's dead, you say that. Yeah, like, they're looking down on him. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. Like, oh, man, I'll just walk away now. Yeah. He's just I'll just like, walk away. Sorry. Uh, in the kitchen, this 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 scene ends up coming back to haunt Michonne. Um, one of Jocelyn's blonde kids brings in a plate of food. I think that was Winnie. Michonne tells Jocelyn, man, you said your kids could hunt. I thought maybe a couple of squirrels. They're bringing in deer. They're, like, bringing, they're hanging in deer and gutting them. Yeah. I mean, shit. She says, all these kids, I don't know how you do it. And Jocelyn says, they take care of me. None of the adults in our group made it. They just broke. And that's where I wrote, what does that say there? I said, she cray. Like at that point, the way she said all the other adults died, I'm like, I, uh, nope. Yeah. Nope. nope. Well, here's the thing. Jocelyn's not on the show currently. You know this is an episode where they get scarred and branded. Yeah. And something terrible happens. So I'm like, she's great. She killed all the parents. Even though she was all lovey-dovey in the kitchen, I thought the same that exact moment, I'm like, she's fucking nuts. Yeah, she's, she's crazy. like, the children. This is it. This is the it. children grow and learn. They, they save me. Right. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're there crazy. it is. You're and crazy. there it is. She says, you're going back out to look for him, meaning Rick. And she says, what if I never find him? And this is the odd thing. Jocelyn says, you may never find him, but if you give up now, you won't find him. Go find him. You found me after 15 years when there was still a world. That's because she showed up at her doorstep. She's now telling a nine-month pregnant right. Michonne, go out but on here's your own the, here's in the, the thing. Just go on. Here's the thing. Later on in the episode, which we'll get to, she says to her, you're living in the past. Because oh, she's mind-effing her. Right, but then why'd you tell her to go look for Rick unless you wanted her out while you snuck out? She wants her out or to get hurt. But she's given friendly advice, like, go look for Rick. And then she's like, why are you wasting your time looking for Rick? 
I don't know if that was a script error. I don't I don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, Aaron tells Daryl he'd make a great father. Uh, and then Daryl's group is leaving because they, they got stitched up and they're out of there. Michonne says to Daryl, Judith is mad at me. And Daryl says, because she don't know. Why don't you tell her? And she says, Michonne says, she's a little kid. She gets to be one a little longer. And Daryl says, that's not just a little kid you got there. Like, Very this true. girl's mature. She's an old soul. She can have a gun. Uh, Yeah, a pretty big one. Too. Right. And then I thought to myself, why are they leaving at night? Yeah, also weird. Who like, are you hiding the from? Night. The walkers are out. I'm sure the whispers will spot you. Yeah. Why are you going out at night? The freaks come out at night. That's true. Okay. Go in daytime. Right. Flashback. Uh, Michonne, Scott, and some others go to Jocelyn's house. Like, oh, Judith had a sleepover. She loves those. As soon as I heard the word sleepover, I'm like, oh, no. Something's wrong. Sleepover? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. no. Red flag. It's happening. Yeah, red flag. Uh, Scott's looking for Marcus. He doesn't see him. All the food is gone. Someone killed the guy in the pantry. Uh, the infirmary was raided. And his bloody- Everything's gone. Bloody footprints that lead to the manhole cover. Mm-hmm. So, wah, wah. present tense. Michonne is at dinner with her two kids. Yep. Again, RJ is real. Uh, Judith isn't hungry. She wants to go to her room. Michonne can't sleep. Uh, we see her scar again when she pulls up her shirt. She goes to Judith's room to tell her the story. And at this point, it's too late. Judith is gone. She goes to look for it in Negan's cell. She says to Negan, what do you guys talk about? He says, homework. She misses her Uncle Daryl, her father. I let her know she's just as much of a badass as Carl was. Uh, I tell her how her ninja dad cut my throat. <laughs> Michonne yells at him. And says, you have a hidden agenda. And he says, no, I talk straight. Maybe if you did, you'd be talking to her right now and not me. Dis. Triggered. Parenting dis. (laughs) Yeah. And Michonne says, you talk straight. Did you tell her what you did to Glenn? To Abraham? Yeah, I didn't think so. He did. And then she (laughs) says, yeah, he says, she asks me questions and I answer them. So yeah, she's heard those stories too. She hates you're not letting people in. She thinks that uh, things should be the way... Carl wanted in the letter he wrote. And she says, you don't get to tell me about Carl. She was mad. Or whatever he feels, or whatever she wants, she's my daughter. You don't tell me how she feels. My daughter. Well, you know, I know she's your daughter, but you know, you didn't legally adopt her. I mean, legally she's not your daughter. She's not even Rick's daughter legally. That is also true. She's genetically. She's an orphan, technically. Right, she is an orphan. Right. Genetic orphan. And then Negan says, that's right. She does get to think and feel what she wants. She has her own opinions and how, of how things should be. You don't know where she is? Well, maybe she is exactly like her mother, and she has not taken things lying down. And Michonne runs home, sees, tries to get see if the gun's there. Rick's gun's not there. And there's a note that says, Mommy, I'm sorry. I had to go. Our friends need help. And I'm like, that sounds a lot like Henry. Uh, yeah. But same kind of note. Same kind of note. Flashback. Michonne and Daryl looking for the kids. Michonne's getting tired. They sit down on some swings. She's like, I can't believe this. She was my friend. We did everything together. Heartbreak, losing my mom. I wanted her to be that for me again. I let my guard down. I should have known. And Daryl says, you didn't because you ain't like her. Some people are so evil like they're wearing a mask or something. Whispers, foreshadowing. Foreshadow. Um, he goes, this is on her and she'll pay. That's when DirecTV decided to go to commercial. Oh, no. Here's the part <laughs> that I didn't see. Daryl says, we'll find them. And then uh, they come up on a school. And they see the little feral one running around. Now, here's a little tidbit for you. That's the school where the termites ate Bob's leg. No. Yes, they said that on When he was a shish kebab? Yeah. Tainted meat! Tainted meat! Ha ha. Yeah, same school. Wow. Yep. How'd you know that? Because they said it on talking. Oh, okay. 
Oh, wait. I they said I it on one of the many videos oh, okay. and articles I've read. That. Okay. Somewhere along the lines, I read that. Don't question me. I'm not questioning you. All right. Don't I just, question. It's very interesting. Uh, so Daryl's in the school with his crossbow. And by the way, I want to apologize. I thought Michonne was killing people in front of the Oceanside brick building. Clearly, it's not the Oceanside building. It is the school. I, You know, for I thought that was the Oceanside building when they were first walking up to it. Unless Visually, that's what it looked like it to did. me. It did. Well, the Oceanside building looked like the backside where it was only one floor. Yeah. But it did look like that. That's that's just a fleeting thought as, as I was watching. Unless the I... Oceanside hung out at that building. Maybe they did, but it looked kind of looked like that to me. But I didn't see the graffiti wall. No. So it could just be another similar looking building. They faked us out again. All right. Fake out. Fake out. Um, Daryl's got his crossbow out. Michonne is talking to uh, Mitchell, the striped shirt guy, mm-hmm. and all striped of the shirt. kids. Where are my kids? And Mitchell tells uh, him, Daryl, to drop the crossbow. And they've all got their sharp spears and weapons out. God. And then she asks again, hey, where's my kid? And then Winnie or Linus, one of the blondes, doesn't matter, uh, pulls up a bow Stretches the bow back and shoots an arrow into Daryl. Yeah, what the It F? seemed like he had like nine minutes to move. <laughs> I know. It wasn't like he fired a gun. He went, eh, boom. Yeah. yeah. Come on now. I mean, Daryl, you saw that coming. Come on. And, and how far could he pull the bow back that it would have been that high speed? They're too little still. I'm calling 11-14's bullshit on that. Oh, shit. That's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Daryl gets shot with the arrow, which, by the way, we never see mention of again. Uh, the little boy knocks her out. Next we see them, they're gagged and hanging from a pipe, which they said on Talking Dead, they had to put little blocks under their feet and then green yeah. screen them out. And the little ropes were magnetic, so they could just go, boop, and they're out. Yeah. Uh, Jocelyn tells Linus, one of the kids, to brand Daryl. Oh, my God. Called the branding. Uh, and then he does, and she's, well done, Linus. And she goes, he says, the strong survive. So people were asking, why the branding? Why didn't they kill them? What was going on? And Denise Huth, one of the executive producers on Talking Dead, said it was her way of desensitizing like them. hardening to, them up. Hardening them up. And desensitizing. So to kill a next step would just be like nothing to them. Right. Although it, it didn't, I mean, they probably killed before. So, yeah, but she needs And to I didn't get the that. impression they were necessarily going to kill the two of them. No, I didn't either. It right. was just, yeah. So he says the strong survive and she says and thrive. And then she says to them, to, to the hostages, I told you the kids could do anything. We have to make them strong so they won't be weak like I was. That sounds just like Alpha. Yeah. Kid 2 is ready to brand. And she says, control it, Winnie. Don't let it control you. Michonne screams from the thing right into Jocelyn's face. And Jocelyn doesn't flinch. I know. She is a Hardcore twisted, biatch. sick mother. Sick. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Present tense, Michonne's on a horse looking for Judith. How that didn't throw her into labor. Yeah. Well, well, the 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 uh, branding. Yeah. yeah. Good. Qu- well, what else happened to her? We'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh. Well. Yeah. That's. Um. Too. Michonne starts killing walkers, uh, with her sword because she found Judith's bike. Um. Now, it's a flashback. Help me out here. After Michonne is killing the walkers, you see Daryl holding some guy down and smothering him. Right. I assume he killed him. Yeah. He gets free and frees Michonne. Right? Yes, yes, yes. There's a guy on the floor, and they say, tie up that kid, right? But we never see that kid again. So I have I have two parts to my question. Okay. In reverse order. The kid they tied up, we never see him again. Is he still alive? Well, why would he be dead? Well, why would he? Yeah. Unless a walker came into the school and, and ate him. Could be. Or if no one knew he was in there. Right. So that's one of the kids that we don't see an ending to. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. The other thing is... The flashback started with Daryl beating the guy up. Did they edit something? There was no commercial. No, there wasn't a commercial. And I watched it again at 11 o'clock. It was the same edit. Same, yeah. So mm-hmm. when? how did Daryl break free and get the guy and beat him up? I don't know. If you, if you saw something I didn't, let me know. All right. Michonne goes upstairs with a giant pipe. Um, Jocelyn's there with a girl with, with uh, the katana. Michonne's katana, and uh, tells her to stop her. And she says, Judith is better off with me while you're living in the past. Bitch, you told her to go look for him. You did. The other kids kids rush Judith out the back door. Yeah, and then lock it with a big And then Jocelyn tells Linus and the girl to kill their mark. Kill your mark. Like, yeah. So they're like- Pregnant. Right. So sick. They are so brainwashed. God. Michonne beats up the girl, gets her sword back. Linus slices her belly open and they run off. Well, they sliced her belly. It wasn't. Yeah, the knife went in pretty good there. That was good. that was a rough moment. Michonne runs out the back door that wasn't locked, and Jocelyn somehow knew she'd come out that door. Not sure how she knew that, but all right. Hits her with a big two by four. She's beating the crap out of her. Oh. And now the director of the episode said they took out a lot of the beating. Yeah, that... because I I was like whoa 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 like it really was upsetting. She like, kept hitting her in the, in the back. Jesus, like she's pregnant. What are you doing? And you already stabbed her in the stomach and branded her, and right. now you're beating the crap out and of her. And if you like... wanted to kill her, first of all, where are your weapons? And second uh, of all, you should have hit her in the head. It was awful. That it doesn't seem like a smart move. You're hitting no, her in the back. Just... I get you're hurting her. But well, all maybe the kids right had, on that branding mark. And Oof. all the kids had weapons. Why aren't they oh, jumping her? Really bad. Dumb. Oh, okay. She says, I'm sorry it was you. No, you're not. Anyway, Michonne picks up her sword, stabs her in the leg. Hell yeah, she does. She and falls then down and stabs her in the heart. She straddles her. She's like, rah, in the heart. It was awesome. And she's she like shaking the sword and she's, Jocelyn's Ugh. like, ah. So she it's stands awesome. up and now all the kids are surrounding her from a distance with their weapons out. What now? She's dead. So now Michonne says, you can all come back to Alexandria. We'll take care of you now. 
now that I killed your mom. Now that she's dead. And then Mitchell, striped shirt Mitchell, says, kill all of her children. Shit. He charges at her. Yeah. She trips Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, Winnie makes a move for the RV that they put the kids in. Mitchell comes up from behind her, and she fights him off. So he swings whatever he was holding. I think he had a knife or something. She swings her sword, and it, it looks like it hits the sword. Mm-hmm. The next thing we see is there's blood on her sword, Tripping and she's off. looking at it. We have to assume that she killed him. Oh, yeah. Now, there's a photo in one of the videos I saw, pictures of the episode, where Michonne is swinging the sword like a baseball bat into his abdomen. Like, maybe she cut him in half. Oh, But they didn't show that. I was going to say, we didn't see that. Right. They, okay. they didn't show that. So that, wow. that's an edit. But the, but the photo is online. I want to see that. I bet you do. <laughs> uh, current uh, time period, Michonne kills a walker, a bunch of walkers in the herd. Back to the flashback. Michonne's about to cry, looking at her sword. So what they were doing was, they were having her kill walkers in the present that represented the kids in the past. Yep. So whatever she did to the walkers in is what she did, she did to, to the kids. kids. Ooh, and that but was, they'd have to show it. That was heads were flying. So she's looking at her sword. Uh, I guess it was Linus. Yeah. Tries to stab her in the belly again. She stops him and begs him to stop. Please stop. Stop. She, you could see it. She doesn't want to do this. So then two kids come running at her. Now she knows now, she has to. I understand that you could kill walkers this way, but you'd think one of the kids would have ducked. So as they, they're they about to attack her, it cuts to walkers, and she swings her sword and cuts one of their heads off, cuts the other head off the walker. I don't think with kids you could do that. That's her move, though. Yeah, I know. If, now, She's you know, quick, though. If you went right to left and went, you could do it. You could do it. But the walkers was one way or the other way. Yeah. I feel like the other one would have like not stood there. Yeah. <laughs> so clearly she beheads the two kids. Um, she stops Winnie from going in the RV and begs him not to kill the kids. Daryl comes out finally. Daryl, thanks. Yeah, where were you? Where yeah. were you? He has his two finger knives, but no crossbow. Yeah. So he can't take Winnie out from a distance. Winnie runs off. Now, Winnie, people are saying, could be the new, um... Morales. Morales, thank you. Oh. So this kid now is six years older. Yeah. So he could be a teenager. He could be a whisperer. We don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I imagine he just ran off and we're done with him. And the guy in the house they tied up. But we don't know what happened to either one of them. Yeah. He runs off. Judith comes out of the RV, looks around, sees all the dead bodies, and goes, Mommy! Mommy! <laughs> uh, Michonne looks at Daryl like, I did something awful, and he's like, it's okay, man. You it's did you like gotta do. you had to do it. But but, you had yeah. no option. Otherwise, right. you would be dead. RJ would be dead. Judith would be dead. Right. Present tense, Michonne uh, kills almost all of the walkers, except one that Judith kills. Uh, then one grabs her, and we found out later on Talking Dead, this was the CGI'd face of Chris Hardwick. So what they did was, Hardwick has played walkers on the show. Yeah. They took the image of him playing a walker and put that on the face of this walker so it looked like walker Chris Hardwick was attacking Judith. That's crazy. And then she killed it the same way that Michonne killed Jocelyn. Yes. Straddling it, boom. Michonne says, we need to talk to Judith. Judith says, I remember everything. They were nice to us like it was all a game, but they were bad people. That's why you did what you had to do. Michonne says, I thought you didn't remember because you didn't mention it. Judith gets it. Yeah, she says, I didn't mention it because it would upset you. Michonne says, this whole time I thought you didn't understand my rules uh, because you didn't know, but you did. So how are we here right now? (laughs) And she says, well, our friends need help. And Michonne's like, it's not that simple. And of course, Judith's like, I'm a kid. She's like, yes, it is, mom. You're my mom. (laughs) You chose me because you love me. And that means doing whatever you have to to keep keep people safe. She said, you keep the people you love safe. When did we stop loving Daryl, Maggie, and Carolyn, and the king? I thought that was so sweet. Right. And she says, we didn't. And she says, well, that's, then why does it feel that way? Yeah, why, 
Uncle Daryl. Flashback, Michonne and Daryl return the kids to Alexandria. And I'm thinking, why were none of the other parents looking for their kids? Yeah, where the hell was... Why would you leave it up to Michonne and, like, why wouldn't you, in case they come back? Other people can handle where that. Where was Scott? Yeah. Looking well, for Marcus. Yeah. And they just let him go? Yeah, like, go get I, my son, I'll be here. Sh- all those parents should have been yeah. looking. Present 10th, Judith and Michonne crying at Carl's grave. Michonne says, your father and I dug this grave together, and I promised not to lose another child. Then I lost your father, and then you were taken, and I was scared, and I wasn't the only one, so we decided to make this place only about people who live here. But that's not what your dad and Carl gave their lives to create. But it kept you and RJ safe. That's all I wanted. But you're right. We have to protect the people we love, all the people we love, and we will. So then we see Michonne and Judith in the car buggy. I love it. Uh, and Rents. miraculously, 11-13's bullshit. <laughs> they find Daryl's group that left the night before. I know. They're like, oh, hey. Yeah, you want to lift to the kingdom? What are you doing here? Hop in. Unbelievable. Hop into my seats that are red. At least show them like by a road where like, okay, they're on the road. We get yeah, it. Yeah, like, well, they're down the road a piece. And why would you be out with Judith if you know there's whispers out there? I don't get it. Uh, two whispers stop. They see a different cart pulling up to the kingdom, which looks like maybe Carol was in it. I don't know. It was a gray-haired person. Yeah. And um, so we. she says, uh, so, okay, so how did the whispers get there? How did the whispers know to go to the kingdom? We don't know that. Now, we know next episode how they got there, but how did they get there this time? Well, Henry said... No, Henry did... said there was another community a day away, but he didn't say which direction. No, he didn't. So did they send whispers in every direction? They... <laughs> There's so many of them, she might have. So then the whisperer says, we must tell Alpha, right? And I was like, tell her what? You don't go, they don't normally go looking for people to kill. No conflict. Now they're on a hunt, though. They're on a mission, They don't know for a fact that this is where their friends live, that by attacking these people, that the hilltop people will be there. You made it to the hilltop. Yeah. So what were you going to go tell Alpha? They don't go after communities necessarily. No No conflict. Mama's pissed. All right, scenes from next week. King Ezekiel signing the charter. He gives a speech to everyone that, Pumps everybody up. Father Gabriel, Zed, and Sadiq are in the front row. Diane, Cal, and Marco are in the same crowd. King, Ezekiel, and Carol kiss. He says, all of us, the groups, he says, we've all always been bound to each other and always will be. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Daryl's leading a group out with King, Ezekiel, and Henry watching them leave. So Daryl's leading like a, a search group mm-hmm. into the woods looking for the whispers. For some reason, Daryl, Carol, Michonne, and Yumiko uh, are surrounded by whispers. This is such a creepy-ass And scene. Beta walks up and says, no one else had to die. Now that deal is done. And there's all dead walkers around the ground. Daryl stares at Alpha. A whisperer has Daryl's crossbow. Um, at this point, I'm thinking Beta took his knives. Yeah. Because we know Something that Beta happened. gets him eventually. Something happened. Uh, Daryl is being taken away uh, with Alpha, and he nods to Carol like, I'll be okay. Uh, talking dead. Uh, there was a poll. Have Michonne's actions changed the way you feel about her? 10% said yes. 90% said no. What are you going to feel about her? She did what she had to do. I said no. Dump she, 10 cent. Yeah. yeah 10% I, bullshit. She had to do that. How would you describe Michonne's conversation with Lydia? 30% manipulative. Much more than that. 67% truthful. 3% ruthless. Very manipulative. Yeah. Uh, audience poll. 90% said Negan is a good influence on Judith. I agreed. Yeah. Interesting. I said that too. Uh, a scene from next week, continuing the same scene. Uh, Beta walks out of the uh, forest and says, drop him. I won't ask you twice. And Daryl's like, oh, shit, he's alive. Yeah, Daryl looks back. He's like, oh, shit, I know that voice. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, next week, Talking Dead will be on an hour later. F you into the Badlands. F you into the Badlands. Yes. I saw Chris Hardwick talk about this. I'm like, he's like, it'll yeah. be on an hour later. I'm like, Hashtag ah. F you into the Badlands. Next week, and it's Scott. Being canceled. So. Next week, Scott M. Gimple, Sadiq. And a surprise guest, that's not a good thing. Oh, Sadiq, Here's I love the him. synopsis of next week's episode. We're going to do a... Oh, I'm sorry. Um, the synopsis of episode 15. Synopsis. 
the calm before. Oh, God. The fair at the kingdom is underway with all four communities coming together, which means Oceanside shows up, unless they mean sanctuary. Um, in celebration for the first time in years, while some pacts are renewed, other deals come with a much steeper price. Uh, let's address that real quick. We are doing a bonus episode yes. on the Walkers and Talkers podcast, episode 141, which will be out tomorrow. A little bonus. This is March 21st, Thursday. You will see an episode on Friday, the 22nd. Um, it is a spoiler episode. Not that we know anything. Yes, but it's we think we're pretty good. We are talking about what we know happens in the comics. Yeah. And our predictions for how the show will relate to what happens in the comics. Yes. But it didn't want to do that because it's it's sort of a giveaway to a lot of things. Yeah, so if you don't want to know, don't listen. Right, don't listen. One. But yeah. we wanted to give you a, a chance to avoid it. A heads up. You can go back and listen to it now after Sunday's episode and see if we were right. Yeah. We'll see if we were right. That's right. <laughs> we don't even know. That's right. Um, in the preview for next week that was just released, Miles and Hilda, she has long blonde hair. Um, they are- Oh, she's blonde, she's out. They are in a cart leaving Hilltop. <laughs> she's out. <laughs> Right? They're in a cart leaving Hilltop, and then in the first couple of minutes of this episode, the cart is flipped over. The highwaymen bring Daryl and everybody to come look for them mm-hmm. and say, look, we found this cart. That's what the search party's looking for. Okay. Miles and Hilda. Yeah. Hilda makes the coins that Henry talked about. The wooden coins, Hilda yeah. has long blonde hair. I will explain why that's significant in the next episode, the bonus episode. Yes. I will say this. Miles, in the teaser scene for scenes from next week, when they're surrounded by whispers, one of the whispers has a gun. Yep. And a very fresh looking walker mask. Uh, yeah. That's it, Miles. It was so. That is Miles. It was fresh. Right. Super fresh. That's Miles. Yeah. So that's... I will tell you in next episode what happened to Hilda and her long blonde hair. Man, right. man I'm nervous. That's a tease. So enjoy it. I already know what we talked about because it's already recorded. <laughs> uh, so uh, you got two episodes this week. Listen at your own peril. Yes. Enjoy. We'll see you on the other side. <sighs> um, all I'm going to, I can't even tell you. There's a nickname for this episode coming up on Sunday. You'll hear about that also okay. in episode 141, uh, which is not clearly labeled by number, but look in the description, you'll see it. Yes. All right, it's time. What time is it? It's time so to, to shut, shut this shit, shit down. down. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.